0: Hi, Mama. Welcome to Ministry and Motherhood. This is your host, coach, and mentor, Lauren Apple. Here at Ministry and Motherhood, we want to see you step fully into your God given ministry impact at home and in the marketplace. So let's get moving. Hey, ladies. Welcome to another week of Ministry Motherhood podcast, you know, I really have been thinking through as we as a family are in this transition, I don't know how many of you know, but we sold our house very quickly at the beginning of the housing market, going really crazy in December, actually in November, we closed in December. And then we Did not have a place yet to call home. And so we moved into an apartment, my family of six, a three bedroom apartment. It has been kind of crazy, but also a treasured time of just us connecting with each other and being in close proximity and quarters and finding ways to entertain ourselves with less and kind of living a, a more simplistic lifestyle as we do that. But at the same time, we are so ready to get out of our apartment. And so it is a huge God story. We were looking for land to build on. Uh, nothing was coming up. We didn't think in this market that we would be able to find, you know, a house that had the land we wanted and desired, and we felt God was leading us to and still be able to afford it because right now man the market is just crazy if anyone is selling a house or trying to buy a house you know exactly what I mean it's insane but anyways all that to say we are in the process of closing our house actually this next week and then moving in the next week we have around 15 acres of land and a home and we have an office building, all these different things that God has so generously blessed us with. And it literally has been goals and dreams that we have been praying about and looking forward to. But as we move towards this, I really have been re-evaluating um, my time, reevaluating how I do things, reevaluating this next season of life. Um, the Lord has really called us to start homeschooling. <laughs> and if you know me personally, I've always said, you know, that is just not my gifting. I'm not sure I could ever homeschool my kids, but it God is just so gracious with the process He's brought us through. And so uh, this next year, we're going to move into doing that and having the freedom to kind of be with our kids more, spend more time as a family, really um, be more invested in their education and their development and all of those things. And again, you will always hear me as a proponent of the public school system and being a light and raising your kids to be able to be a light in that public system as well. So there is no judgment here on what God is leading you to as a mom in how that looks. But as we're reevaluating all those things, I've just been looking at, you know, how I spend my time, how I change up my schedule and I look at things. And I have had so many conversations with ladies that we have talked about, you know, this, this idea of time management, right? This idea of, Living a life where we make things priorities, but at the same time, we're not so rigid and structured that we are free to allow God to give us flexibility, that we're free to stop something and be able to focus on our kids if they need us. And, and we all know as moms, that is something that is so needed and so important for our families and what God is calling us to be as leaders and mothers and ministry leaders and business owners and all the things and the many hats and titles that you hold But as I have these conversations with so many ladies, so often it becomes this idea of these ladies telling me, hey, I'm just not a structured person. And can I just tell you that is an excuse that I have used for probably over a decade of my life when I was not willing to um, create the disciplines that God was calling me to create. The biblical disciplines that God was calling me to create. I just knew that my personality was structured to be a flexible, free flowing, go with the flow type of personality. And I didn't like the idea of structuring, right? I didn't like the word discipline. I don't know who actually likes that word, even though there's so many powerful, amazing things that come out of being disciplined. But we have these conversations and these ladies and I have these conversations. And and so my clients, we talk about, Hey, I'm just not a structured person. It's not the way my brain works. It's not the way my personality is. It's not who God has created to me, me to be. And actually I don't even like the idea of thinking about being more structured or thinking about being more disciplined. That just does not sound like fun to me. It doesn't sound like a worthy goal or idea in my mind. And so maybe you're listening in today and that is you Man, you don't feel like you are a structured person. You are not an A-type personality. You are not a planner person. You are not a person who has your day planned down to the hour and the tasks that you're going to get done when. But that doesn't mean you're not productive, right? It doesn't mean you don't get things down, that you're not accomplished, all of these things. That's fine. But here's the deal. We come to this place in our life where we recognize the many things God has put on our shoulders as responsibilities that we are in charge of carrying, right? The responsibility of being the wife God has called you to be, the responsibility of being a daughter of the King, that takes time. It takes effort. Being in intimacy with God, same with as a wife. It takes time. It takes effort to invest in your marriage, to invest in your relationship, to invest in the communication that God desires you to have with your spouse. It takes time to be a mom, okay? And everybody said amen. We all know it is very time-consuming to be a mom, and especially a mom of multiples, where we have multiple people that we are managing, and we're helping, and we're att- we're tending to, and and we're providing for, and we're doing all these things, right? it takes time and it's an investment. And in order to be the mother, the wife, the daughter of the king, the business owner, which is another thing that takes so much more time, the ministry leader, another thing that takes time and investment. If we want to build disciples in our life, that takes a very big investment, a very big time chunk of our life. And so all of these things we have going on And we could live this life where we do things when they come to our mind or we do things when, man, the deadline's almost there and it's really urgent or when somebody is going through uh, a tragedy or a struggle and and you're needed right there in that moment, you do things. But here's the deal. We could live that for so long, but can I just challenge you to know that if you're living in that chaos, chaos of just allowing the most urgent or allowing all of the things to kind of free flow. And so when they come to your mind, or you feel like God opens a door, or there's a a tragedy or a struggle or a temptation that that all, all of a sudden somebody needs you for, and that's where you focus your energy. If you allow yourself to get there, you enter into a place of chaos. You enter into a place of chaos, and eventually you will find that things begin to fall. And more likely than not, The thing that begins to fall is your own personal desires, development, growth, relationship with the Lord, taking care of yourself. You get less sleep. You don't really take care of yourself. You're eating like junk. You're not exercising. You're not spending consistent time hearing from God unless it's in moments of urgency and desperation. You're not developing the habits and the disciplines that God has called you to as a Christian leader. If you want to have a ministry impact, God has called you to step up as a leader. And that requires developing yourself, your spiritual, your physical, your emotional, your mental, all of it, self, so that you can stand in the authority and the anointing that God has designed for you. And so when you get into this place that you're living in this chaos, things begin to fail. Balls begin to get dropped. Struggles begin to happen and you are not living in the peace and the joy and the fulfillment that God has for you. And can I just tell you, you might say that you're not structured, that you don't have routines, that you don't have habits in your life. But can I tell you, even if you have not implemented, taken the effort to implement habits and routines and structure, you have them. And more likely than not, if you have not been intentional about establishing healthy ones, you have established unhealthy ones. One's like not getting enough sleep. One's like eating like junk. One's like pushing off your time with God until the last possible moment and then you're falling asleep or you're not focused or you don't have the energy level that that he desires from you. One's like living off of chaos. So whenever somebody calls your attention, you are led in that direction instead of recognizing what is the most important. And so I just want to challenge you today and remind you That even if you aren't a structured person, you're not a disciplined person, you're not the personality type that that God has created you to want to have structures and plans, can I tell you, you will not progress, you will not grow, you will not be developed, and you will not move towards the dreams and the desires and the visions God has put in front of you effectively if you don't start establishing some habits, some time management, some priorities, some routines, some disciplines in your life. That doesn't mean you can't go towards those dreams. Absolutely you can, but it will take you much longer to get there and it will take you a lot more mistakes and you might miss out on opportunities to serve the way God has called you to serve because you're being pulled by the needs and the wants and the desires of everyone else instead of establishing it for yourself. And the challenge with just running off of chaos with being overly flexible is letting your time and others and others' priorities run you instead of you running your time and your priorities and your schedule and your habits. You can be in control with the help of God. We don't want to get to a place where we are determining all of these things on our own. No, we always want to be centered on the Holy Spirit and what God is calling us to do in our life. But can I can I share with you today Some time management cornerstones that I have learned are vital, are vital to your growth as a Christian, to your growth as a wife, to your growth as a mother, to your growth as a business owner, to your growth as a leader, so that you can live out the ministry impact God has designed you for. That's what I want to share with you today. And so I'm going to share a couple things. The first is this. Have you ever heard of the illustration? Let's say you have a big glass jar. And you have a bunch of objects that you are tasked to fill this glass jar with. There's some some big rocks, and then there's some pebbles, and then there's some gravel, and then there is some sand, and then there's some water, right? And you have all these objects to fill this jar with. And you're tasked to figuring out how to get the most of those items into the jar together, okay? So you have all these things laid out before you and many people might might start with hey let's throw in some sand then let's maybe throw in one rock and then we can throw in some pebbles and then some gravel and then we can fill halfway with water and then we can do a little bit more sand. And they just kind of mix in some things. And a lot of times that's what our life looks like is we just throw in things as they come, as we see them. Oh yeah, my laundry's piling up. I got to do that right now. Oh yeah, the dishes are, are full. I got to do that right now. Oh yeah, this person is texting me and they, they meant for me to reach out to them or do this. Okay, so I got to do that right now. Oh yeah, my business. I'm not making the income I need and I need to desperately make this income next month. So I really need to go out and, and, and find some leads. I really need to go out and have some conversations and start networking. I really need to go out and get on some discovery calls. Oh, oh, the church wants me to fill in this role and they, they desperately need this volume. Okay. So I'll just fill in that. Oh, my husband is struggling and he needs me to come to help him. And so I got to help him with that. Oh, my kid got in trouble at school. And so I got to rush and do that. Right. You're just, you're grabbing whatever is in front of you. You're grasping it and you're trying to fill this jar. And eventually you'll get to the point that this jar is full and yet there's all of these objects still in front of you. All of these things, these priorities, these things that you wanted to do with your life and with your time and with your schedule are all still in front of you and they don't fit into that jar because you ran out of room because you allowed what you saw and the perception of others and the chaos and the urgency tell you how to fill that jar. Now, you probably already know where I'm going with this. You've probably heard this illustration before. But the proper way to fill that jar is you take those big rocks, those biggest stones, and you put them into the jar first. And then you take the next biggest things, the pebbles, and you put them into the jar next. And then you take the next biggest things, the, the gravel, and you fill up all of the gravel into that jar. And then you, you fill up all of the sand into that jar. And then lastly, you put the water in the jar. And this is how you're going to fit the most of the things into your day. And what does this look like for our life? This looks like structuring our time by not urgency, by not chaos, but structuring it by importance. First and foremost, plugging in those most important things into our days, into our weeks, into our months, plugging them in. What do those most important things look like? Well, there's a few things that are, that are similar for all of us, right? Number one, spending time with the Lord. If you are at a point in your life, in your ministry, in your motherhood, in your leadership, where you do not have a consistent daily time with God, You're getting it wrong. You've got it backwards. That needs to be the most important priority. That needs to be the meeting that never gets shifted around or moved around out of your schedule. It needs to be the habit and the routine that is first and foremost, okay? And then some of those other things might be different for me than they are for you, Right? Some of those other most important things might look like, you know, for my business, some of the most important things for me are to make sure that I am consistently showing up, that I'm engaging, that I'm giving opportunities, that I have time in my schedule for my client calls and my coaching, right? As a mom, intentional time with my kids. As a mom, intentional time to pray over my kids. You guys have heard me talk about that. I do that as soon as I drop my kids off at school, I come home and I walk into each of their rooms and I spend five to 10 minutes every day just laying my hands over their stuff, praying, walking around their rooms, praying over them, speaking life and truth into into their lives while they're gone at school. That's a priority, praying over my husband, date nights with my husband, Family planning with my husband. Financial planning for our budget and our schedule. These are important things that you don't want to get missed, right? Time to journal. Time to set up my schedule for the month. Okay? These are important things. And then you start plugging in the least important things, right? And here's the deal. is You don't have to plug in everything with a specific time or or management. But if you structure your time in such a way That the important things are plugged in and you know what the other priorities are, even if you don't have them specifically plugged in at a certain time. And you know that those are going to fit into certain blocks. That's how time blocking works. And I'm not going to get into all the details of time blocking. It's hard to talk about that when it's just audio here on the podcast. I am going to be doing a training on that coming up in the next couple months. So stay tuned for that. I'm going to have coaching intensive 30-day workshop and training on time blocking and, and time batching and what that looks like. Um, and I would love to have you be a part of that. But but that is the basics of time management is you put in the most important items into your schedule, build them into your daily routines, your weekly routines, your monthly routines, your yearly routines, and allow the other Least important things, urgent things come up when they do. And then you'll have time in your schedule that does not interfere with the most important things to plug those things in, to go after those urgent needs, right? To, to minister to those people that come up to you. That's how you're going to move forward in that. It's the biggest things first leading up to the smallest things, the most important things first leading up to the least important, even if they tend to be the most urgent. That is how you create structure in your life that allows you the freedom to be able to minister at last minute, that allows you the freedom to be able to close your laptop and love on your kids when they need some extra loving, that allows you the freedom to take an extra day of rest, that allows you the freedom to spend multiple hours in prayer and intercession if that's where God is leading you to in that day or in that moment or in that week. When you have the most important things blocked out, planned for, established and implemented into your life, You have the freedom and flexibility to be more led by the Spirit. But when you don't have those things and you're just going with the flow, you might feel like you have the freedom and flexibility to do whatever you want, but those important things have gotten lost. They've gotten missed. You've failed in that area and you will begin to struggle because you're not growing as a Christian, because you're not hearing the voice of God, because you're not praying for your family, because you're not investing in your clients, whatever that looks like. Those most important things are not accounted for. So you want to account for those. Maybe you're in a place and you don't know what those most important things look like. Well, I want to challenge you to go back to some of the training and the podcasts that I've done before that I've talked about establishing your ministry and motherhood mission statement. When you do that, then you know, this is who God has called me to be. And so in order to be this person God's called me to be, what do I need to establish in my life to get there? those are going to be the most important. Those are going to be the big rocks. Those are going to be the foundation of your schedule and your structure and your disciplines is the things that you need to do to become that mom, that leader, that woman that God has called you to be. All right. And then the other idea I want to talk to you through is this idea of bookending. Okay. We need to bookend A front bookend and a back bookend every single day, week, month, and year with the most important things. So if you can get your life to a place that your structures for your morning and your evening are established for the beginning of your week and the end of your week are established For the beginning of your month and the end of your month are established. For the beginning of your year year and the end of your year are established. When you have those specific routines in place, you know that you are consistently growing, developing, and going after the things that God has called you, that he has actually held you accountable to, that he has given you the authority and the mantle and the responsibility to steward in your life on a weekly, a monthly, a daily, a yearly Even quarterly, you can do this quarterly as well. Plan that you're always moving forward. You don't miss a beat. And it's okay, maybe you'll miss a day or two. Maybe one day or two days will get thrown off. But that's why you also bookend your week so you can look back and recognize, okay, this was a struggle. Why was it a struggle? Where can I move forward? The most important things should be structuring Your days should be structuring your weeks should be structuring your months should be structuring your quarters. What does that look like? It looks like having a powerful morning and evening routine. It looks like having a powerful reflective end of the week routine and beginning of the week routine. It looks like having a intentional time at the beginning and end of the month to establish your monthly goals and to look at what your monthly vision is, to look at what you need to do for your motherhood and your husband and all the other things and roles at every single month and every single quarter and every single year. It looks like making sure that you are intentional with the, the start of your day, which I would like to even say is the first fruits of your day and your week and your month and your quarter and your year just like scripture calls us to give the first first fruits back to God, that needs to be some of the established routines that you have in your life so that you know you're being held accountable, so that you know you're growing, so that you know days and weeks and months are not just slipping by without you having control and a say into what's going on. And I would love to walk through more of what that can look like on a specific morning and evening routine. I have that in in previous podcast episodes. You can go back and listen to that about what my morning and evening routine looks like. And it's not going to look the same for everyone. You've heard me say this before. It doesn't look the same for everybody. It has to be customized. It has to be refined to you. And that is a process you have to walk through in order to make that happen right? In order to figure out what is best for you, your personality, your family, whatever transition you're in, whatever routines you've already established, what does that look like? But when you have the bookends on your days, your weeks, your months, your quarters, your years, you leave room then for flexibility in between there. You leave room to recognize, okay, My morning started off strong and I got those most important things down. And the end of my day was a great time for me to reflect back, but also to look towards the next day or the end of my week to look towards the next week or the end of my month to look towards the next month and establish what is God calling me to do in this time in this life. Moms, it is by no accident that God has given you all the things that are on your shoulders for you to steward and be responsible for. But he requires intentionality. He requires discipline. He requires sacrifice. He requires you to pursue making sure you are doing the right things in your stewardship of these many responsibilities and roles and titles. Ephesians 5, 15 through 17 says, So then be careful how you live. Do not be unwise, but wise wise making the best use of your time, not your time because the times are evil. Therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the Lord's will is. When you know the will of the Lord, when you know the visions and the desires and the dreams he's put in your heart, when you know who he's called you to be as Christian, as wife, as a mother, as ministry leader, as business owner, then you have to understand that you need to make use of your time. Being wise, recognizing that the world is full of chaos, but your life is meant to be a foundation of peace. That doesn't mean there's no chaos that's gonna come, but it means you have established the boundaries, the habits, the cornerstones of how you use your time so that you're not running in foolishness and craziness and chaos, but instead you're established in peace. I don't know about you, but I want my life to be one that is established in peace. Second Corinthians 5, 6 through 10. So we're always confident and know that while we are at home in the body, we are away from the Lord for we walk by faith not by sight and we are confident and satisfied to be out of the body and at home with the lord therefore whether we are at home or away we make it our aim to be pleasing to him for we must all appear before christ so that each may be repaid for what he has done in the body whether good or worthless good news ladies If you're a believer of Christ, you will one day stand before him in heaven and you will praise him and you will worship him and you will be wrapped up in the glory of God. And we might think right now in our earthly minds that when we look back, we're not going to be concerned with all this other stuff because we're just going to be worshiping God. But God tells us, scripture tells us in 2 Corinthians that we will appear before Christ and be repaid for what was done in the body, whether good or worthless. Our life here on earth has a purpose and that purpose is to magnify God. That purpose is to live out the plan and the calling God has put in your life to use the gifts, not waste them, that God has given you and to make the greatest impact that points to Jesus, not to Lauren. Lauren. Not to you, not to my kids, not to my husband, not to the people that I serve, no points to Jesus. And so I have to be accountable for my time and my habits and my routines and what I do with my life. And you too will be accountable for that as well. One more scripture Matthew 6 But seek ye first his kingdom and his righteousness. And all these things shall be added on to you. If you establish your time in such a way that you are seeking first the things of Christ, that you are creating the habits and the routines to go after God, to be used by God, to be a steward of the things that he has given you to steward while you're here on earth. If you establish that in your life first and foremost, and you structure that into your time management, your schedule, your priorities, and let everything else work around those things, you will find that God is going to do something miraculous, incredible, so fulfilling through you. And He's going to be able to use you more, more effectively more miraculously, with more boldness, with more courage, with more opportunities, with more growth and development as we are refined day to day in our relationship with him. So go after it. Establish those priorities. Set up those bookends. I want to invite you, if this is something where you have struggled with establishing those morning and evening routines, I have a 30-day intensive monthly workshop coming up in June with four weeks of live coaching from me, four weeks of Q&A coaching sessions, as well as hands-on practical work, work that you can do, homework assignments and worksheets and workbooks that you will go through to figure out what is the best, most effective and useful morning and evening routine for you so that you can grow into the leadership that God can do for you, so that you don't have to live in chaos, so that you can be the mom and wife and leader and business owner that God has called you to, so that you're not constantly feeling overwhelmed and anxious and frustrated and stressed, so that you're not guilty about leaving your kids to work on your business, about leaving your kids to work on your ministry, about working on your ministry or or leaving your business to to be with your kids so that you have the freedom and fulfillment and contentment that God has called you to live out. A cornerstone of that, foundation of that is setting up your morning and evening routine. And I would love to help be a part of that for you. So stay tuned for more information. Get to be a part of my Facebook group, Ministry Plus Motherhood. You will get all the details there. It's a completely free group. Please go and join it. Know that I am praying for you. I'm cheering you on. Am I encouraging you as you go after all God has created you to do, be, and accomplish. Love you, ladies. Thanks for listening to Ministry and Motherhood. We're praying that today was an encouragement to you. But more than that, inspiration to just start taking action. Want to learn more? Join our Facebook group called Ministry of Motherhood or check us out online at laurenapple.org.